0: I must break you. Today's process is this, mindset broken down into its purest form. Sit back, relax, let's light the lantern. Well, hello there, Rangers. Wade Skalski here, lawyer, online entrepreneur, and your guide to the understory. Because this place is filled with monsters and bandits, here comes your first warning. Although I am a lawyer, this podcast is not for legal advice. work with me, you must have a signed agreement. This podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. All right, let's enter the understory. Remember, admission is free, but understanding always has a price. Let's light the lantern. What is up, Rangers? Those of you who are in the understory against your will, and those of you who are in the understory on paper, on purpose, Wade Skalski here, the understory lawyer. All right, so today we're going to take you back in time. So I used to do martial arts. I started martial arts when I was in eighth grade, and this is a while ago. So back then... The way that sort of your your martial arts schedule would go, if you were to time block it, would be uh, I went to group classes during the week. Saturday, I'd have a private lesson. And then um, during the group classes during the week, you would fight. I had an instructor class on Tuesday. You would fight all the other instructors. And then about once a quarter... Once or twice a quarter, you'd go to a tournament, right? And then you would fight in a tournament. So now when you think about fighting now in terms of martial arts, everyone thinks of UFC. But back then, if you've ever seen the Karate Kid, what we did was um, we'd either do smoker matches, which is basically... boxing matches but sort of not really certified kind of like in a gym somewhere or in a parking lot or whatever I didn't do a lot of those uh and then or what you would do is you would do uh point fighting like you would see like in the karate kid okay um I'm thankful that UFC was not around back then because I probably would have tried to be do UFC and being 6'4 with limbs akimbo no bueno for me because it's like do you know how easy it is to get leverage on this arm or this leg, very 37 and a half inch long arms, everybody. That's has uh, got to buy fitted shirt, got to buy custom shirts uh, for dress shirts. So that's like, I have eight arms, but anyway, uh, very good to get an arm bar on that for uh, someone who's feisty. So I'm back in a tournament, and basically what used to happen in, in these tournaments is they would put my brother, I have a twin brother who likes to get punched in the face, and they would put him on one side of the bracket, they would put me on the other side of the bracket, and typically we would fight, uh, and then we would meet each other in the finals. Um, I hold a lifetime edge in finals, but not by very many. And I'm going to tell you a story. There was one time that... I, I was they they line you up against the person that you're going to fight, and you don't really get any time to see who it is because you know as you're fighting through the brackets, uh, you're just focused on whoever your next person is, and you have no idea who's going to make it to where you're at. And uh, they roll this guy in the gym, and I or into the into the ring, and I'm pretty big. Look, I'm 6'4". back then. I was probably like one ninety one. I'm like two twenty now, but I was like one ninety five somewhere in there. So I'm not a small person. But they roll this dude in there, and this guy is yoked he is huge he's probably 6'7 so uh, very rarely did I not fight someone that I would have a a reach on so he's 6'7 he's got this I can just tell by the way he's looking he's got this huge reach he looks incredibly strong and uh he actually kind of looked light on his feet now i didn't know for sure because i didn't see him fight before but i could just tell he wasn't like he wasn't like sometimes big guys lumber and you can tell just by some you can tell a lot by how someone fights just by how they walk right and so he walks into the gym he's pretty light in his feet uh, or into the ring he's pretty light in his feet i was like okay i could have a serious problem with this guy so i'm sitting there i'm like i really don't I, just in general, I don't like to fight people toe to toe and just slug it out. That's kind of like my brother. He he likes to be the pugilist from like back in the like the like the days where you'd put your dukes up and be staring at both of your your guard right in front of your face. He just likes to sit there and trade punches with people. I didn't really like to do that. I kind of would like. I'm kind of like move around you, do a lot of angles, punch you a couple times, come out, kick you, kick in the knee and then run away. But that's, that's basically what I would like to do. And uh, so anyway, so I'm like, man, this guy is going to be, he's so big and he's got such a reach and the rings aren't that big either. So I was like, man, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time with this guy in terms of um, doing what I want to do. So I made a decision that what the first thing I was going to do was I was going to get a mindset win. Now we hear a lot talking about mindset. What does it mean? Million, millionaire mindset. You know, you've got a, you've got a, like a tough guy mindset, whatever. So but I was like, I'm going to win via mindset. And so what I did was, is that I made that decision. And so we're sitting there. And then when they, they give you the signal to fight, you're standing you're standing pretty close to each other. Um, you can't reach each other where they start you. But you can get there with one step. So I'm sitting there. And they, they said, you know, take a guard. Put on a guard. And they do the fight signal. And I just basically did a, what's called a spinning uh, spinning rear kick, right? I just can't. I just... Immediately, the moment that the first syllable came out of the guy's mouth, I spun around and I kicked the guy as hard as I could in the solar plexus. Now, he wasn't he wasn't ready because, he, you know, he, he uh, I didn't cheat. I did the moment they said go. I spun around and I just jammed him right in the right in the chest in the solar plexus and I, I connected. Right. And then they stopped the fight and they're like, OK. And so they will only stop to fight for a clean hit, right? Like you can get kind of grazed and all that, but they stopped it, got a point, whatever. And that one kick um, just deflated his mindset. He was not the same guy that, the, that entered the ring within like five seconds. He just is. I heard him with the kick. Also, it surprised him. I think he was upset and it was a very easy victory. Now, if I would have let him go toe to toe with me, I may have lost or it might have been a really hard fight. But because I got in his head immediately with a mindset win, I. Um, I, uh, it was pretty easy. Okay. And I didn't really do that. That's I've only tried to do that a couple times because if it doesn't work, then you've got a problem and it just makes people, you know, it, 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 you, you, you kind of get scored on right away because you're, when you do a spinning kind of move, um, if it doesn't work, then typically you're going to get scored upon. So, uh, and that's why you don't see a lot of spin moves and actual fighting because you you, tr- you actually turn your back to your opponent and then all I have to do is kind of move in on you and then grapple you to the ground and you've got a problem. So, uh, But that's not the rules that we we're playing under, so I'm a big believer in you play by the rules that you're given and you win by the rules, it's no problem. So exploit the rules. All right, now, what does that have to do with mindset? I struggled for a long time with what, the, what mindset meant, okay? and I was always trying to, I was always trying to add things to my mindset. You know, I was trying to add things called heuristics. All a heuristic is, is that it's sort of a, it's some, it's a, it's something that is true enough that you can sort of apply it in all situations. Okay. I've talked about that before in other podcasts. So I've tried to have heuristics and and ways for my mindset, but I was always a little confused on what the actual sort of purest form of um, what mindset is. And Once I sort of discovered it and I heard someone describe it in such a way and then I sort of I sort of built upon a little bit, but it's it's pretty simple. The mindset, all your mindset is in its simplest form is this, is that you have a very clear understanding of where you are in terms of you're not fooling yourself, you're not lying yourself, you're not telling yourself these stories of where you are, right? You have like a, like a very, like a, a zero sum game of your reality of is, is I know exactly where everything is. And then you have a very clear set of sort of what your, your ranger goal is, what I call your ranger goal. Some people call it your, your, your sacred mission or whatever, but it's, it's the, the long-term game you're playing, right? The the universe that you're in. So for example, my long-term game is, um, I help entrepreneurs move towards their creative power, right? And then, and then, so you have those two things. It starts the two poles, right? Which is, okay, where am I at right now? Like, exactly. It doesn't, you got to be brutally honest with yourself. If you're, you know, we're not, for us financially, we're not bringing in the, the number of clients that I need for that mission. So I'm playing a lot of kind of stuff I did before. I'm, I'm doing a lot of things that I don't want to do long term, but there, I have to do them right now to pay the bills, right? So I'm very clear on that. That's where we are. I'm very clear where I want to go, right? And then once you have those two poles, as clear as you can get them, then you do your Z project, which is, okay, what is the, what is the, What is the project that I need to complete? The most leverageable project that I can complete next that will get me closer, as close as I can get to that long-term goal, right? And for me, that Z project is eight trust and estates clients per month, uh, organic, like generate those clients organically. And once you have those three pieces, that is your mindset, that is your focus. And everything else goes, if everything else then goes through that filter, those those three things, like if you look at you know, cause you're looking at it from three different angles. You're looking at it from, all right, where are we at right now? So then you ask yourself these questions. Can I do this thing I want to do? Right. So like, let's say for example, a coach came to me and said, I found a coach and this coach was $25,000 a year, um, to get me, you know, to, to basically get me closer to the, to the Ranger goal of moving entrepreneurs towards their creative power. Right. Well, right now where we are, I can't afford a $25,000 coach. A year right now I can't just financially where we're at we're in the we're in the very beginning of the build mode because we just shut everything down we moved we're switching everything over all right so that helps you that's why when you're current you know where you are long range goal long-term helping entrepreneurs more towards our creative power let's say that uh, an opportunity came in to where a long-term opportunity or a medium-term opportunity came in to where they were like okay we want you to help uh, you know we're gonna we've got all this stuff that that we're gonna partner with you and we give you all these leads for people who are retiring Okay. Well, that would be great. That's a lot of money that would come into what I want, but that's not in alignment with my long-term goal. Right. So I was like, no, I don't want to enter. I want to say no to that opportunity. And then when you're clear on what your Z project is, then whenever you come across something in terms of elite level marketing, or you come across um, any kind of resources that you may want to use, then do those resources plug into my Z project. If they don't plug into your Z project, then you don't do them. And that, and then when you, so that's number one in terms of for affirmatively what I'm going to do, but then negatively, when negative things happen, it really helps you. So I had kind of a, I had kind of an ego thing that happened to me yesterday where I'm helping someone out with something and, um, they're, they're kind of moving into a more of a different direction. So I'm fairly certain that some of the stuff that I'm helping them out with right now is not going to transform much longer. I'm not going to be able to, to, to count on that much longer. And initially it was kind of an ego blow for me, right? But then I kind of thought myself through. I was like, well... Was, this was always short-term, number one. And then number two is that it's not really in alignment with what you're doing for your long-term goals. It's just to help you stay in business long enough to build your business. And so um, it's the definition of the help game. And so then I was like, well, I can't really be bummed out about that person trying to find someone that's a better fit for them. Uh, and that helped me reset my mindset immediately and not go in the tank because I could run them through those three filters of mindset. Sort of sort of like your media situation, your Z project, and then your Ranger, Ranger mission. And those three things is that you know having those three points that clarity on those three things, you can flow everything in your business through that for your mindset. It's everything. If you think about it, you can think about how your morning routine is going to help support those three things. You're going to think about how your exercise routine is going to help support those three things, how you're going to do in your connections to support those three things. And, that is for your commerce mindset. Not now, your connections mindset and your creation mindset—two totally different things. But for your commerce mindset, all you really need to know are those three things. Let's go over them again. You need to have a a, a very clear idea of your current reality without lying to yourself. You need to know exactly what your Ranger mission is long term so that you know where your North Star is so that you can always kind of orient yourself there. And then you just need to know what your Z project is. You don't need to know, like my current Z project, my goal is to get that done in 90 days, okay? No more than six months. But I think we can do it in 90 days. So I don't need to do a two year plan or a three year plan or a five year plan. I just need to do this, the Z project, because the lessons that I'm gonna learn from the Z project. Everything that I'm going to learn in there are going to influence what my next Z project is. I'm going to go from A to Z on this project. Then when I'm done, what am I going to do? I'm going to review, reframe, restart. And there—that's—that the, that is it. And then you're just on a new Z project and you're moving closer and closer to kind of where you want to go. And that's the clearest, clearest definition of mindset that I possibly can give you. Because otherwise you can really get in the weeds of trying to, you're trying to then, you know, there's the David Goggins thing and all that which I totally get that guy has he's he he has decided he wants to be uncommon amongst uncommon but he actually wants to he wants to do the tough cycle on mindset where he wants to show that he is the um, he can take it to the far right of the bell curve for every single thing that he does and I totally respect that but that is an end unto itself that's not why I, I don't need that level of mindset to accomplish what I'm trying to accomplish all right I think that that type of mindset has some long term, um, it has some long term utility. That's not you know, for what I want to do at least. For what he wants to do, great. Like he's he'd probably call me names and be like, you don't get it. Like that's fine. But that but that's you don't you don't have to develop that level of a mindset to succeed in commerce. You just have to know those three things, right? Because you will make hard decisions. You will be able to get through tough times. You will be able to stay up late, go home early, whatever it is that you decide to do. If you were truly committed to that, your Ranger mission. You're truly committed to your Ranger mission, and you're like I absolutely really do want to help move entrepreneurs towards their creative power. And then you have the distinction between the help game and the serve game, so that you're not in the help trap and going in the tank. But that's your mindset. You can do anything, and you can do it from a place of power, and you can do it from a place of clarity. So what I want you to do is I want you to take out your ranger field journal. If you don't have a ranger field journal, take out a regular journal. If you don't have a regular journal, for the love of God, go buy yourself a journal. But for right now, take out the unicorn trapper keeper from the fifth grade. And what I want you to do is just simply write down one, two, three. Write down, where am I at now? Number one. Number two, write down, what is my ranger mission? And then number three, write, what is my Z project? What is my current Z project? And just remember, there is no end if you stay in the path understanding if you are listening to this podcast and you are an online entrepreneur I know exactly what it feels like to be you because I am one I know what it's like to know that you are smart and work your ass off but always feel like you cannot get traction I know what it feels like to have your spouse support you outwardly, but on the inside they're saying to themselves, is this going to work? And I know that you want to create something in business, but you always end up chasing the same dollar over and over. Or maybe you want to create something in the arts, but you feel like you shouldn't play there. So you wander in the forest, stuck in the understory. I spent over 40 years there fighting the same monsters and bandits over and over. And when I discovered that if you learn what the understory is and you start to go there on purpose, you can find a clearing where you have clarity and power in your commerce, connections, and creations. You handle the forest like a badass ranger with the proper mindsets and skill sets that you need. Not once chosen for you by some guru or your parents, but chosen by you, on paper, on purpose. We can walk the understory together, but I cannot find you unless you raise your hand and say, I'm over here. Subscribe to my email list at understorylawyer.simplecast.com. Let's find your clearing together, a place free of entanglements, a place with a bedrock foundation and a place where you set the boundaries, not anyone else.